Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect current events back to you. Despite being beat down, censored, silenced and betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out. Join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect on the current events of the day not only from the progressive viewpoint, but the humanitarian viewpoint. Visit our website, www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com, and consider becoming a patron to support our mission to create a world of justice, equity, and compassion. In our society, being human religiously, and being loving and kind is often called being socialist, or communist. Just like a country, when it begins to treat all of its citizens with love, compassion and justice. On Warrior of Compassion Reflections, we reflect on this dilemma, and the twisting of words and phrases that thwart democracy, so we can break free from the mental manipulation. Now, your host, Dr. Om Prakash Gilmore. Hello folks, it's been a while. I've been doing a lot of work working hard to support any type of decent lifestyle and to support this show going on. I would invite you, if you would like to help, to go to our website, check out some of the things we're offering. Everything helps us to support this show and other ones like it. Maybe even become a supporter as you donate to our Patreon button you'll find on our website. So we welcome you today here on this day that varies between being bright and being rainy. I sit here, I watch a squirrel climbing all over a feeder, bird feeder trying to get seeds out of it. And as I look at that, I think of the way this world is and the way it has become for all of us. We seem to be like that squirrel, a lot of us struggling to make it, struggling to get the things we need when there is such an abundance everywhere. I wonder sometimes why people have set it up this way. And it has been set up, of course. Nothing like this has happened by mistake. I was listening to... Richard Wolf on his show today where he was talking about the amount of money that the top 500 people in the United
United States have made during this pandemic. It was something like $8 trillion, may have even been more, while everyone else is struggling. Everyone else is in danger of losing their housing, having cars possessed. People are quitting their jobs in the midst of all of this or refusing to go back to work because they are realizing that the little bit of money they were making wasn't supporting them, but was enslaving them. Frightening thing you see is that every minute at that job that you hate is a minute of your life passing by. I remember once I realized this when I was a security guard a long time ago. I used to love being a security guard, but sometimes, especially at night, it got boring and you would find yourself sitting there all alone in front of a clock. And I was looking at that clock, and I began to realize that every time that hand went around that clock, one minute of my life that could never be recovered was gone. That is the way it is when we sell our lives in order to just survive. That's what happens when we don't find joy in what we're doing. We don't tap into our creativity. We're not allowed to be free in our working space to create, to innovate, to improve. That's what happens when there is no flexibility. And I think during this pandemic, some people have realized that they will never be free. They have just decided to jump directly to freedom. I have a little bit of a brief, very brief entry I want to read to you. It's about freedom from a book, my latest book, The Seeker's Journal. A Spiritual Journey by Om Prakash Gilmore. This is a journal of a spiritual search for truth and meaning that took place in my life, beginning when things closed down for the pandemic and it went on for almost a month or a month and a half, maybe a little more. Well, I was doing experiments with meditation, contemplation, ho'oponopono, and dream work in order to try to find the truth about myself, the truth about this world, the truth about the cosmos, and the truth about everything. This is a nonfiction book. It's not made up. And if it did come from my imagination... It would be a surprise to me, but anything is possible when working with esoteric situations in a world and in a country where we don't learn how to do that, where we have to pay money in order to do so. 
the money that most people can never afford. So this is just journal entry number 43. It is difficult to stay engaged in this reality. In fact, sometimes I would like to just let it go altogether. There's so much to know and so much to explore in this world, but I find I am limited by the narrow bandwidth of the thinking capabilities of many people on earth and in this reality. If there are people more intelligent, I don't have much access to them on a physical level. People who go deeper, if not awake, are even caged in the adoption of racist or sexist point of views or human pride and arrogance. And so I do my journeys and commune with the gods and goddesses. That is where I find hope and solace. That is where I get rid of the stress that comes from observing the games that the human beings are constantly playing in this forest called life that they think of as reality. Once one has awakened to the truth, it is not completely joyful. It can, in fact, become painful. Looking upon all of the foolishness of the world is troubling and not joining in because of anger or just being worn down from the stupidity is even more difficult. At night I fly. During the day, I don't know what I do. Mostly I clean with Ho'oponopono and create. I try to get the message out about the world and the underlying foundational source that exists beyond nature and is all in all. This, however, is difficult also. It takes me away from my place called home and community with my soul group. The one thing that I am discovering during my experimentation is my origin. Not only in the universe as a spiritual being, but on this earth and on various planets as part of one group that has been moving together for untold amounts of years on earth and everywhere else. In a dream, I was told the name of my group. I looked it up. Googled it. And found that the name had some validity. This was surprising. And at the same time, not really. Because it fit very well. Seeker's Journal. My own And I think in a world like this, you see, where pain and sorrow is caused, not just an act of nature most of the time, and where pain and sorrow is made worse after an act of nature because of the system that we have in place based on competitions of sharing. In this world, one needs to be one's own explorer. One needs to be able to look into the heart of the self and into the heart of the universe and begin to understand why they are here and what is going on. But even this is difficult. But it's not as difficult as it used to be. 
the only difficulty, I think, is being afraid, being trapped in a paradigm that says that we need someone at the top to take us step by step through each and everything. When in reality, we could form a group of our own, accountable to each other, that could take us through each thing step by step by simply getting the information that had been given by teachers from all over the world nowadays through books, videos, and many other sources. We could learn that information. We could start a group. We could explore it. We could go deeper into it, and then we could do some experiential things. And as a group, expand our awareness, our faith, and our trust, and our power to live in this world and to create this world. Even as I say this, I know how the same words that I have been using right now are now being used by people who are trying to sell the law of attraction and tell us if we say the right meditation, things will come to us or tell us that poverty is a thing of the mind and if we change our mind, we'll be able to acquire many things. Like everything else, of course, this is only partially true. Truth is, if you're intelligent, and you're willing to sell out enough, the sky is the limit. If you are willing to get rid of yourself, to learn how to imitate those with a lot of wealth and power, to present that person as yourself, and to beat back the real you till that little voice no longer speaks Till you're ready to cast off your family, cast off your friends, cast off your associates, the higher, go into this higher group, almost like a religious cult. If you're willing to do that and you're half competent, you can make it. But I don't think that we as souls, as spirits, came into this earth in order to set ourselves and not experience life through the eyes that we ourselves have. So the question is, do you want to live? Or do you want to be a tool, a cog, if you want to live? I think there are two areas that you must learn to strive in. One is the psychological and spiritual exploration of the truth that exists within oneself and doing the practices that can take one deeper into oneself, finding them, books, podcasts, the radio, whatever, and doing them instead of just talking about them. 
The other is you're finding a group of trusted people. that can help with this process. If you can do these two things, the sky will be the limits and you will find joy and peace and success no matter where you are. Are you a spiritual teacher or life coach? I think today we, as a country and even the world, are going through a collective shadow event. In other words, all of the hidden things that have been working to cause us pain and suffering in this world have been forced to the surface. How can we deal with this? I am going to a free workshop where leading mystics and Jungian analysts will be talking about what issues may come up and how to deal with them and everything else happening as a result of living during these troubled times. They also have a school attached that gives lifetime memberships for a ridiculously low price. I am addressing spiritual teachers, because this is something we need to know not only to help ourselves, but so we can at least point people in the right direction when necessary. We can heal this broken society if we work together. You will find a link in the description box that will take you to our website where you can explore the Jung platform for learning. Sometimes they have free events sometimes for a fee, but there are many, and you can get a valuable lifetime membership for a very low price. Good luck. Let's make this world better, together. And so we work to bring out information, to bring out the truth, to even send people to sources of the truth because We are in a special time right now where all of the secrets and spirituality and mysticism are being poured out for everybody to see. And while this is happening, the old scientific community is going and scooping it up, changing it to scientific terms and trying to claim it the way it claimed medicine and psychology knock the alchemy off and claim that it created chemistry, took quantum physics from the belief system of Pythagoras that said through numbers you could understand the whole universe and they knocked off the spiritual and religious part of that. This culture, through their science, is known for just taking what other people have invented, knocking off the part that they don't like, and that part always has to do with God or spirit or spirits. And then in a few hundred years, we think that they have discovered it all. Well, they will make a counterfeit of something that takes a lot of time to learn and give us a simple sample of it and pretend that they have created it so that we replace that which is in depth, that which created power and character through the struggle to learn. With these answers, things that we're comfortable 
as a result of this way of being. Of course, now we find the earth in crisis. Fires are going everywhere where there aren't floods. Ice is melting, releasing tons of methane and carbon dioxide. Some of the trees have begun to not take in oxygen anymore to pump out carbon too. The world is rocking. The climate is adjusting as our world is shifting. Many species are dying because the human beings wanted to take the shortcut to godhood by shooting carbon into the air. And there were warnings as long ago as the late 1800s that this increase in carbon in the air would cause global warming that could affect and possibly destroy everything. And here we are. And people are still fracking, still digging oil wells, still doing all the exact same things that cause the problem, and they won't stop because of the desire to gather more and more resources for themselves that they can be like gods. We can be like gods without being thieves. We can be warriors of compassion and like the gods who are the ground of all being that are always giving and not demanding. We can make the world a better place and exhibit our creative energy on earth as it is in heaven. following poem is written by Om Prakash Gilmore, the title, The Adoring Nothingness. Life consists of special moments woven together by time and space. What I see in your eyes tells me a different story about the empty spaces taking place between each moment. The adoring nothingness that causes stars and planets to move in their orbits that invite the light to the back of the eye, reproducing color, shape, and form, captured minutes of reality going straight to the human brain. These moments, between moments, where Newton ceases and the universe begins to play, how I long to be what I see in your eyes. Available on vocal.media by Om Prakash. That is who we are, friends. We've been shaken by the world. 
we've been told that we are nothing unless we look a certain way or dress a certain way or are a member of a certain race or we have a certain income. So many voices coming from everywhere, assaulting us, attacking us, making it so that we find we are like the song by the Rolling Stones with the mix. Jagger saying, I can't get no satisfaction, but I try and I try. That is what we have become. A lot of the commercials blasted at us, and because of all of the words from teachers and preachers and institutions, and even those who think they love us, but who are trapped in the same illusion we find ourselves trapped in now. Truth is that you and I have to break free of this world right now. And we can't wait until it's comfortable. That all begins with a decision, the decision to say yes to that power, that force in the universe that keeps insisting that we open our eyes and be free keeps insisting that we become aware of the one in whom we live in, move in and breathe in and have our being. And we realize that that, that's work of divinity that rose the human from the earth. It's within us. And it's us. When we realize this, we'll be free. And no one can do anything about it. The reason why we get so many messages over and over and get received so many images and receive so many thoughts and ideas from people just telling us what we need to do over and over again we're showing us how great people are by showing them driving big cars and sunglasses all around the Hollywood crowd. The reason they do that over and over again is that they know that that spark of divinity, that wisdom that is buried within us, can awaken every moment. So they have to keep battering it, beating on it, trying to smother it out that we will never know the truth. The truth is that we have been working like crazy to get free, never realizing that we are free and can never be put in chains.
Please answer the following questions. 1. Do you want or need more money than you have right now? 2. Do you know two or more people in your network who want or need more money than they have right now? 3. Do you have $75 or more to get started with your own crowdfunding system right now? If you've answered yes to all three hit the link in the description section, watch the short video, and become part of our cooperative crowdfunding system. If you are serious about changing your life situation, visit our crowdfunding link and become part of this great experiment. of who and what we are and where we are. A lot of that knowledge is hard to come by or hard to understand because it is deep in the subconscious. If we are able to interpret it or have someone who is spiritual who can interpret those ideas, eventually a link happens 
that deep part of the subconscious mind that is doing so much, causing so much unseen control in our life, begins to communicate with the conscious mind. And eventually the wall between the two begins to fade and we become the all and all. Heaven and earth merge. And we are free no matter what our physical condition. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good to me. I know all of this is possible because many people have done it before. It seems to be the hardest thing in the world. But it really isn't. The hardest part is letting go of the fear. Someone like jumping out of a plane with a parachute on. You have to trust that that parachute will open. And the farther you go towards the ground, the more fearful you become that that parachute won't open. But when you pull in if it's been packed right, if it's not rotted, the laws of physics say that it has to open. But we're trying to do something like that. Except we're trying to do something more dynamic. If you go to YouTube and you type in wingsuits, you'll find these crazy suits that they invented People put on these suits and they have like this webbing underneath the arms and between the legs and it actually makes the person who's wearing the suit almost fly like a kite or a bird. People in various countries are either jumping off of mountains or jumping out of planes with these suits on and flying like birds, flying for miles and miles and miles and they have a parachute connected So when they begin to come down near the ground, they just pull that cord and the parachute opens up and they have a soft landing. That is what spirituality is about today. Getting the wings to fly. And then when we take that leave out of that plane, We can go in whatever direction we would like. And we could fly as long as the wind prevail and as long as our strength holds out. And whenever we feel to feel like it, we can pull the parachute, land on the ground, and rest until the next time. We want to fly. 
being awake nowadays, being enlightened nowadays in a world that is so complex where the ego is so assaulted each and every day. It's no longer floating somewhere up in the heavens, being taken care of by someone, because that too can be dangerous. In our case, it means being able to choose the right action at the right time, being able to enter into a world of sadness and pain or to stay in a place of joy as long as we want to. It's like skiing up and down the chakras. We're able to live in different realities and move through different realities that we like at a whim. We can go to the larger mind and drop the ego and allow the ego to reform and reshape itself as is necessary. We don't waste our energy holding on to the ego, trying to make it constant, freezing it in time. We have the faith and the courage to let it go, knowing that even as it separates itself and pours itself into the greater mind and the original mind, when we need it, it will reform again as something brighter, bigger, better, and more knowledgeable. That is what being awake means. Not knowing how the system works. People have known how this system worked for hundreds of years, so being awake has very little to do with that. Being awake means knowing our place in the universe and how we and it and the divine all melt together to create and sustain life and life more abundantly. understanding. We come to the place where we can step back and we can realize that if we want to make it so, all of these foibles, all of the joys, all of the pleasures, all of the pain, and all of the suffering in this life can be used in order 
to take us and this world and the communities and our neighborhoods to a higher and higher place. We come to a place where we realize that we are part of the creative energy of the universe and we can use all of these energies created by all of these emotions to move forward, to create peace, to create a society where all the tears are dried, where there are no homeless people, no underpaid people. There are no people spending 30 or $40 billion to go to outer space for 10 minutes while there are thousands in L.A., San Francisco, probably millions of homeless people in this country We don't have societies like that when we are awake and when we have people-friendly, loving, kind societies, they minimize every tragedy because when we drop the vessel, there's someone always there to help us pick up the pieces, whether it be some professional or a neighbor or friend. But in order to have neighbors or friends, we have to have time. We have to be able to make a living, yes, but have enough time to form groups, to form communities, to work with each other. We can't afford to work two or three or four jobs and still be worrying about debt and money and have every type of community, any type of community that really means anything to us. the system has to change, has to shift before it dies and drags us all down with it. So when one sees all of these things happening from the larger sense, one understands that life itself is beautiful just the living that we have been assigned by those with fortunes, the living is such a hard way to go. So let us replace that living with the process of life by daring to open our eyes. and to be awake. The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. Say what? The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising.
Say what? 